I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Hey guys, welcome to Overcrest. I'm Chris. And I'm Jake. And we have a fun news episode for you today. And then later on, Jake and I are going to be recording some mystery thing that... (laughs) (laughs) That's next week, I think. That's next week? Okay, some mystery situation that's going on. I have a new segment for our listeners. By our listeners. Ooh, by. For Monday. All right, well, I'm looking forward to that. So we have completely wrapped up now the... uh, Actually, have we? By the time this comes out, uh, well, it depends what okay. your other okay. So the uh, next on Friday, on. yes, on Friday we have Randy from Bring a Trailer coming on. That's right. And uh, but at the end of the episode, I kind of was somewhat clear that I was not going to sell the nine eleven, which anyone who knows you should have been quite right. That shouldn't have been a surprise. But I want to make it really explicit. clear. Okay. Okay. Here's the explicit answer. All right. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. Hey, leave it. Yes. They're gonna need to send in the National Guard a fucking SWAT team, cause I ain't going nowhere. Right? Come on, if you didn't know that that was going to be the answer from day one, right? you're either, one, a new listener to the podcast, which is fine. We've got welcome. a lot of new... Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that is, uh, I, was, I was, you know, I thought about it. You know, I, of course, you think about it, right? You think about whether you're going to do something or not. Of course. And I've thought about selling my 9-11 a few times. Well, and yeah, you honestly... So of high because you look at the values. It's like, man, just financially, why wouldn't yeah. I? And the answer is always, I'm not fucking leaving. So there you go. There you go. That's your not answer. leaving the 911. Yeah, at least not anytime soon. Jake, did you see the AMG wagon that I sent you? I have seen several AMG wagons from several people that have all sent them to me since that episode. And I, yeah, I don't mind them. I don't know. And you've booked a flight. I don't know. I'm probably just hanging out of the Cayenne now. Why? What happened with the Cayenne? Because it's not selling. That's what it comes down to. Nobody's buying anything, man. I know. And that's why. Like, I'm not going to buy something else while I still have this. So why can't you sell it? Is it because you're asking too much because you put wheels and lights and all this other stuff on it? Or I could totally reverse all that back to stock, except for the roof rack. I'd have to find factory roof rails to replace those because I drilled through the roof skin. But, well, that's the factory way to do it. Oh, okay. Like, it's factory brackets. Drop the whole, it's, it was a whole mess. But okay. anyways, no, even if I returned all the stock and what I want out of it mm-hmm. is like, it doesn't make sense to get rid of. Isn't it interesting how- I paid, I'll, I'll just be honest. So I paid 52.5. Okay. Was 50, that a good price? $500. It was whatever. It was a dealer. Like it was- Okay. So it was- Many people know, or I'll just reiterate, like this was kind of like a, oh shit, we're going to, we thought we were having twins at the time. Yeah. So we we're like, we need a big car. And being Porsche snobs, we're like, well, this. And Nikki's like, but it has to be the turbo. Has to have the turbo badge. Okay, I guess it's the Cayenne Turbo. Well, at least it actually right has in Minneapolis. a turbo. 
Yeah, it's two of them. But yeah. yes, as opposed to a Ticon Turbo or the 911s that have turbos that are not a turbo. It's all very strange. It is. Uh, yeah, so it was like, whatever. It was not a terrible price, but it wasn't like a deal. Right. 52.5, two years ago. I put work into it, but I don't I don't count any extras, like all of the mods. I don't expect okay, anything. So those more. aren't like included in your price. You're just asking. No. I, what are you I, asking for it? Right now it's listed at 45, and I think. And what's it worth, technically? So last... Last action I've had on this thing is I found a 997.2911 speed yellow all wheel. It's a C4S all wheel drive. We were like, you know what? We can fit Rhett in the back of the, a 911 now. <laughs> Boy, you've really come- we've come full circle, okay. right? And I can so, tell you right now, car seats in and out of a two door car, awful. Don't, yeah, don't probably, do probably. No, no not probably, definitely. Just playing with that idea. Okay. And so it was like not a terrible price for the market. It had like 30,000 miles on it and it was like 70 grand. Whew. Right. But so I called a dealer down in Indy and I was like, I like this car. There aren't many speed yellow. He's like, yeah, we've had a long time. A lot of people don't like a bright yellow 911. I was like, huh, fun fact, we do. Uh, so I was like, well, here's my car listed online is all the info you need on it. Really good photos. What would you give me for it? He goes, Trade in thirty grand. Oh God! So nope. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen for sure. Nope. All right, I'm gonna look on Auto Trader right now. They're all over the map. Is the problem? Well, I'm, I'm looking at wagons. I don't care about your stupid. Oh, thing. okay. Looks like uh, they're around ninety grand. What's that? The eighty to ninety grand for the wagon. What wagon? For the E63, E63 AMG, AMG wagon, which is you know six hundred horsepower twin turbo V8. Sure. Just incredible. Perfect. I'd much rather have that, especially for a family hauler, than a 911. It's just like that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard you say. Say, like, yeah, we're gonna get rid of our our vehicle that well, we bought. Well, the plan to- would be <laughs> sell the Cayenne and the Macan. Nikki drives the 911, and then I get like a a Ram truck with a four. You are all over the place. Oh, 100 percent. Okay, so here's what's interesting about all the how this happens. This is how it happens in my mind. What's that? I go. I think I should sell whatever car like i buy and sell cars a lot right right so you, why are you giving me shit for it <laughs> uh, just as, just as, uh, yeah for sure this is the mentality that i go through okay i think i should sell the car yeah you look you go okay i can get this for the car i can right. you know i could get this other thing yeah but if you don't like immediately sell the car yeah the feeling does fade oh big time and now 100%. you're just like and then you're back in the i'm in like the spot where it's it's like okay then it's not like you fall in love with what you had again no but the initial <gasps> i could get this does oh, yeah. does wear off what i'm gonna do is get different wheels for the cayenne yeah why is that because i never liked the their rotiform steely look aluminum wheels yeah, they look okay they're okay I really wanted the Rotiform 6ORs, which is a cool square chunky wheel, yep. but they like stopped making them. Mm-hmm. And I bought a set of them and was waiting forever and they accidentally shipped into the UK. <laughs> They're gone, like whatever. So I bought these in the meantime and I don't like them. And if I get new wheels, maybe I'll like the car again. Yeah, wheels are, you know, it is the defining thing that Correct. will tell you, you can tell a lot about a car by the wheels. You walk right. up to a car, you can look at it, and you can look at the wheels, and you can immediately tell if the guy is a jerk off or not. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately you can look at it. <laughs> like if a guy were to put, what wheels are you putting on the 944? Speed lines or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. You can walk up to a 944 yeah. with speed lines and go, what a jerk off. Every single time. Yeah. That guy sucks. Best He's a wheel for a He is a member Porsche. of the Porsche Club, guaranteed, goes on drives to get yeah. wine. It's an OEM wheel. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. Exactly. Dude, winery drives? It's all our, that's our jam. Ugh. 
Are you serious? What? You go on winery drives? Before the kid, we did that every weekend. Every Sunday was a drive well, to a different winery. That's different. You're going out. How is that a, a different thing? I'm saying different than like the PCA, like oh, go God, on the no, G- G- GTG and get wine with whoever. Although Nikki's like, oh, I, I saw an ad for that. That looks interesting. Yeah, no. Uh, that's Well, maybe it's for you. It's not for me. It might be a speed line kind of guy thing. It, it is not Dude, a, there's like, nothing. Those are a factory Porsche wheel replica. But the, the <laughs> wheel... It's like the best wheel it for is, any It is a great-looking wheel. It looks yes. great on a 964 as well. So um, I've been doing my own thing. I've, what is your own thing? I finished welding up mounts for the – did I also last week have mounts finished and welded up? No, I didn't. So I welded up we all the mounts. about it. On, and I went and got welding gas. Yep. Brought the welding <laughs> gas home. Welded up the mounts. Dude. Got the, got the passenger side completely done. Pour 15, the side that's on the Sweet. frame rail. yeah. It is, I'm like, this looks pretty good. I overwelded the fuck out of it. Like I did like three passes, like okay. once in the middle, like where it, you know, yep. stitches together. And then once on each side and, yeah. and then maybe once again, back over Hell the yeah. side, like, fuck it. I, this is, I don't want this engine to fall out. Right. Correct. So, so it doesn't look the greatest, but I know <laughs> it ain't going, going anywhere. anywhere. And yes. like I've said, this thing isn't going to SEMA, right? This, this truck no. needs to just do stuff. The engine needs to not well, fall out. You know what they say? A grinder and paint make you the welder you ain't. That's absolutely true. So I'm not even grinding anything up. Okay. Well, <laughs> anytime you grind up the weld, you're just weakening it you might as well no, leave you, you leave the, the weld, weld should be penetrated it should, but in. you're still removing like, material in theory you should be able to make it completely like let's say you're butt welding something right if you completely like make it flush so it doesn't even look like there's a weld there your weld should be strong enough should be strong enough but if you leave the weld proud it's even stronger in, if you, it, theory. in theory, in theory, if you're, the theory. there's some welder out there listening to this, just They're screaming like, no yes, you're or like something. You're an idiot. Anyway, plenty we of welds. We're idiots. And then I went to the to the passenger side. Uh huh. And I went, oh great, I'll just weld this thing. I go to turn sure. the welding gas on. I'm out of welding it. I left. 0%. I left the valve open. Of course you did. Again. Yes, so I put that's a little what note you did last time on the door. No, last time I actually physically ran out. Okay. So left the note on the door. Gas off. So every time I walk in, G I see off. It. Okay, off. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. I was wondering what that note thing, was. Turn, yeah. turn the gas off. Anyway, so that was on the weekend, which is the only time that you need welding gas. Right, and they're closed. They're they're absolutely closed. So I decided to work on other things. So I'm wandering around. I picked up the the wiring diagram. I looked at that for a little bit and went, I don't really <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> I'll all. do that. That's going to be last. And yeah. I think you want that last anyway because you want to be able to route uh, wires around. And Brandon had come over and labeled the. The wiring harness. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I look at it. That and I'm was like, a while ago, right? Yeah, and I go, oh, it's still just kind of like loose wires. Yeah. It's not in any kind of sheathing or anything. So then I started looking at wiring diagrams online. Okay. And you could have a guy make you a right. wiring diagram uh, that just plugs into your ECU. It's got the adapter for your TAC to go analog. Yeah. It's got like extra length for cruise control, stock. Sure. Like and all it's these like things. all looks factory. Looks nice. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that looks like How much? Uh, anywhere from it's it starts at 485. Okay, that great. would be doable. Would be great. And then I went. He's like, and I've got ready to go harnesses made. And I'm like, great. So I went. It's like twenty six hundred dollars or yeah. sixteen hundred dollars. I don't remember which it was, but I emailed him anyway. I want to know, okay. like, for my purpose. Yeah, what is know, it? Because I don't really need trying to figure out what I actually need. I'd like to have glow plugs because I would like to be able to yeah. start it when it gets cold. Even though I don't know that it's ever going to get driven that way. I'm surprised by those TDI motors, how well they start without glow plugs. 
the OM606 and the Benz starts way better than any TDI I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And most new diesels have pretty good cold start function. Yeah. Even the really new Volkswagen diesels I had always started no problem. Hmm. No no issue whatsoever. As he's yelling me, don't crank it yet. You got to wait for the glow plug light to it's go out. It's part of the system. You got to wait for the Dumb. glow plug to heat up the chamber. Anyway, so I didn't do the wiring, needless to say. So then I'm looking at other things. I got this what else did you driver's do? side mount to do, and I'm kind of looking at it. And I'm like, wait, I thought you were ready to weld it in. I was, and I'm, but I'm looking. I'm like, okay, I can't weld it in. Uh-huh. So then I'm looking at it more. I'm like, how can I make this better? Okay. You know, because I have a, a flat plate with a hole in it. Right. That you weld to the frame, okay. and then the mount sits on it. Yeah. And then the the arm comes off the engine yep. and sits on top of that. It's a little sandwich mount. Were you going to triangulate it? Well, yeah, you have to do that. Okay. You have to run gussets to, yeah. like, okay. support it. Yeah. So I have all this stuff, but I'm like, okay. how can I make this better or stronger? And I'm like, if this stuff was integral yeah. without having to weld, like if it was bent, okay. it would be stronger than, well, it wouldn't necessarily be stronger than a weld, but it would just be less to do, you know, and potentially stronger if it's okay. all in, integral to itself. I'm like, okay, that means this has to be different, right? I have to, yeah. it has to be different. It can't be this way. So then I go, I can make this shit. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I went to school for 3D animation, special effects engineering. I can do it. I can make things How in many 3D. years ago? <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years ago. Okay. But the basic concepts concepts still apply. Sure. You know, planes, extruding, Boolean effects, like all this stuff all kind of like plays in. So I'm like, all right. So then I um, I asked Mike Burroughs. He's like, download Fusion 360. Okay. So like, okay. So there's, there's like a, a hobbyist version. software? It's made by AutoCAD. Okay. But it's... All 3D shit. So you start designing there. Sure. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, I make them out. Perfect. Great. You know, I do it up. Go to export it. Go to send, cut, send, which yeah, is yeah. what Mike I've uses. used them. Yep. They're awesome. Go to upload the file. Can't upload the file. Why? Because it is a Fusion 3D file. You need a DXF or some oh, other file. Yeah. And the free version of the software doesn't export in that file really? format. So I'm trying to struggle with that, figure out a way to make it work. I mean, I could give the files to a friend and, and then have them export, export them and then email right. them back to me. That's I don't or you can necessarily just stay like that. with the plan you have. But that also leads to me to other things that I have to make. So the trooper engine is drive by uh, cable. Uh huh. So it, you you push the gas yeah. pedal down. Yeah. It opens the throttle with a with a physical metal cable like Correct. a a bike like you. It would happen when you squeeze your bike. Yes. Operates the thing. It's mechanical. Right. TDI is electric is drive by wire yeah, yeah obviously that pedal's not going to work because there's a potentiometer in yes. the pedal that i need to use yes. and to be able to do that i can't just use my hands i have to mount it to the car or the truck could you just do a uh, a different mechanical i guess you can't because it's no it's drive by need wire. a whole new pump it's drive by wire and i was the gonna throttle say well can't you just put in a different throttle body no the, because the pump, no. it's not a throttle body because it's a diesel it's the pump. It's the pump. Which yeah. still, if you had, you could do a different throttle body, but then the ECU is not going to know what's going on. Right. It doesn't know how, how far the pedal is okay. open. So the easiest way to do that then would be to mount the pedal pentiometer in the, the engine bay. The potentiometer? Or pentiometer, yes. Okay. And just have a cable going to that with a little lever. So, what so I, then you can still use the factory pedal with a cable that goes into the engine bay, and that just operates the pinch. That is the worst idea I've ever heard. I think that's actually an OEM solution for a lot of vehicles. Uh, sure, but it sucks. Okay. Um, I basically, in Fusion 360, uh-huh. I took, the, I took the, the pedal off, uh-huh. and I measured everything. Yep. And then I made a base plate for uh-huh. that. And then I went back to the car, uh-huh. and I used a couple of pieces of paper and stuff like that, and I held the pedal where I want it to be, made all the measurements, and then made an adapter. 
So now it bolts to the firewall, comes off the firewall, and then it has holes for the pedal to be bolted sure. to in okay. the correct yeah, an spot. an adapter bracket. An adapter what, bracket. Why did you have to do this in the software? How else am I going to make this? CAD. Cardboard-aided design. No. I, I can have it... I can have it completely bent perfectly. Okay, so you are sending it out to have it yes. done. Yes, so okay. basically I'm. it's but a flat piece of steel that gets bent up, gets sent to me, and then I just go... Zzz, zzz, I thought I, you said you couldn't export the file. I will figure out a way. <laughs> I'll Maybe I'll just buy the software. You know, I'll just have to figure out a way to do it. Um, I want it to be nice. So it'll come back. It'll be all zinc plated. Sure. It'll be nice. I'll be able to run two little spot welds. It'll have a nice support built in. Yeah. It's not going to be some hammered hacky... I've always just kind of like beat shit on a vice oh, yeah. with a hammer. Yep. I wanted to try something new. I, I wanted like to it. learn That's something good. new. We're elevating the quality here. Yeah. So it's going to be, it'll look like a, it'll look nice. It'll look like sure. somebody that knew what they were doing made it. I like it. Which I like people thinking <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. So that's where that's, I'm at. Yeah. Um, so it's $545 a year for the software. Mm. And for two pieces, it's Can't. ended up being like $700 for the motor mount and the bracket. Assuming I don't have to make anything else. I yeah I would I would have beat that. Here's one out. the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I really, really, really liked doing it. Okay, and that's what I went to school for. You're talking the the the, the 3D the CAD, modeling. Yeah, I really modeling. liked learning. Okay. I I tried to do it without watching any YouTube videos. Sure. I tried to just learn it and figure it out. I ended up watching a couple because I like. There's I can't. a that's a learning uh like theorem. It's like the Japanese way of teaching, right? Where you you don't give them instruction. Like you just, you try to explore and figure it out yourself. Yeah. So I did a bunch of ways. Of, like I did first, that. the first thing I did is I drew out a, uh, like you have a flat plane. You have X, Y, and Z axis. Sure. Yeah. I'm like, okay, how are they going to make this? Right. It's going to be a flat piece of steel. Yeah. That is laser cut. And then they bend it. Probably water jetted, but yes. Whatever. Laser, water, fine. So I'm like, okay, then I should design it as a flat piece of steel. Sure. And then mark where I want the bends to be. Sure. So then I ended up having to like, you once you bend it up, it adds like a yeah, radius. Yeah, you need the radius, right. And then that adds to it. So then I have like, okay, well, I want it to be on the inside. Then I had to do math. Like, so I was talking to, to Mike. Doesn't and, the software do the math for you? Uh, that is something I did not know. <laughs> so I guess the way that you're supposed to do it is uh -huh. just design it how you want it to look. Yeah, and, and then, then you unfold it, and okay. the software will pick where it'll you. pick it'll do it all for that you. That makes a lot of sense. Which I'm glad I did it the other way because I learned a bunch of shit. But definitely sure. the now you know yeah the theory behind like, it. If you were going to do it in a two dimensional software like AutoCAD yeah. or something, AutoCAD 2D, that's how you would do it. Okay, you would design it on the flat piece and then do the bends. Yep. The other way, you just you just draw the make a flange and go whoop and just drag it up and there you go, it's done. And, it was it was really really cool to see the part come to life over several different iterations. Which if you saw on social, there was a couple of different I did ways see some of that. that I had decided to do it. And it took me took me forever, probably four hours to do the first one. You know we have but friends who do this for a living. So what? I'm just saying. I want to learn. Okay, what good am I, for you. If what am I going to do otherwise? <laughs> what am I going to do? Am I going to go to brunch? Hell yeah. Absolutely not. I'd rather fill my mind with knowledge uh -huh. rather than mimosas. That's how it should be. Hmm. All right, tell me a little bit about the driver's club. Well, I have a question for you first. What hat are you wearing, Chris? This is my sports car vacation land hat. That is Of right. which there are probably like... Six or seven left. Yep. Limited edition. It is a super high quality green wool hat. Yep. 
It's awesome. I love it. It's my favorite hat, and I'm not a big hat guy. It has nothing to do with the Drivers Club, but I completely understand. That's we have a bunch no, of merch. It says for sale. merch right here. Well, Drivers Club slash merch on the notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm talking about the merch that our listeners can go out and buy. Yes. What does that have to do with the Drivers Club? Uh, what? <laughs> nothing <laughs> except that the Drivers Club member did get early access did. to said merch. They did. With is one of many benefits you can get by becoming an Overcrest Drivers Club member. Yes. Over, or Overcrest you can just go to the store and buy said merch too. You could. Drivers Overcrestproductions.com slash club drive, which comes. is a place that you can go to drive club and get drive. Club it's drive. like Club Med. But it's What's, club drip drive. <laughs> anyway, you can support the show. Uh-huh. You can support us. You can support Overcrest. Keep the lights on here. All the drivers. Of club which members. we have more. Yeah, we have more lights now. <laughs> <laughs> They're very low power. They're LED though. Yes, and uh, what he's uh, gesturing is that you can watch us. You can video you can as us. well as audio. Yeah, over on Spotify, on YouTube. Head over there to get all of it, or just go straight to the drivers club, guys. Yeah, because you can you watch us live even then. Absolutely. All right. So. Should we talk about some news, Chris? Yeah. So seemingly out of nowhere. Right. Ford uh-huh. has, dis- has Ford has won the world's best secret keeper award. Apparently. By uh, announcing the other day that they're entering Formula One. Which. And I end up, I, like I was scrolling through Instagram. And the first thing I saw when I experienced this news. Yes. Was Verstappen, Max Verstappen. Yeah. Standing in front of an F-150. And, I and just, you're like, wait a minute. Uh, what? <laughs> the f- what am I looking at? I know at? the face. He's the Red Bull guy. Why is he Why standing? Why is he? Uh, so American yeah. automotive giant Ford. They have this as Giants Ford. Ford is like a multiple. No, Ford is a one thing. American automotive giant no, American Ford. automotive giants. Ford. They're one of the giants. That grammar doesn't work for me. American automotive giant Ford has confirmed their intention to make a Formula One comeback when the new engine regulations aren't introduced in 2026, meaning another chapter will be added to the American organization's rich history in the sport. And I was wondering if this is where you were going to tell me that Ford doesn't have any motorsport history, just like Cadillac, even though Cadillac just took third, fourth, and fifth in the GTP class at the Daytona 24-hour. Yeah, they have their 24-hour prototype things. Well, it's just irrelevant. I mean, I, endurance that, racing doesn't even matter. No, I don't like those things. The, the the prototype cars. Porsche, only one finished. And the other one placed 34 laps behind because it had to replace its battery. So Cadillac smeared Porsche all over the ground like freaking dog shit you just stepped on. Good. Cadillac, motorsport, they're good at it. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is Cadillac is still, I'll get to it in a minute, but they're like still fighting to get approved remember we talked about how they well you need to pay everyone okay so how so tell me what's the difference how did ford just be yay we're because here because they're an engine ma- they're a power plant manufacturer right. which seems like this might be the smart way to do it correct ford's involvement in formula one stretches all the way back to the 60s yes. with the dfv which is a double four valve engine which i know nothing about uh built in partnership with british engineering from cosworth they've yes. they've always worked together yes they have ford and cosworth have have been buddies which took uh, 155 wins from 262 races between 67 and 85. This is awesome. Some 20 years on from their last participation in 2004, the appeal of F1's future engine regulations featured increasing electrical power and 100% sustainable fuels. And this will see Ford grace the grid again for the first time uh, in 2026. Uh, Stefano 
Domanciali, president and CEO of Formula One, said this news today that Ford is coming to Formula That just goes to show that how much I pay attention to Formula One, which I do, but I didn't even know like who what? Stefano Domanciali is, but he's the CEO of Formula One. I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. Maybe he would recognize his face from the Netflix series. Yeah, that's probably true. The news today that Ford is coming to Formula One for 2026 is great for the sport. I completely agree. And we are excited to see them join the incredible automotive partners already in Formula One. Ford is a global brand, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, yes. yeah. Uh, anyway, so, so it's been 22 years since blah, Ford blah, 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 blah. was in Formula One, and they do have a rich Formula One history, as you were talking yes. about. 174 Grand Prix wins. That's insane. That is insane. Um, guys who were piloting Fords, Jackie X, Graham Hill, I'm sorry, Jackie Stewart, not Jackie X, James Hunt, Mario Andretti, they all had, like, the Tyrell six-wheel thing was powered yeah. by Ford. Like, it's crazy. I don't think of Ford as a Formula One entity. Can you imagine uh, Ford the other day just sitting back when GM announced that they were going to spend $200 million to get into Formula right. One? Just and sitting back go. like, <laughs> a bunch of suckers. Yeah. I mean, the only thing is, is that they'll have a, um, if GM, excuse me, if GM makes it, they'll have a team. Right. It'll be the, so, they'll be the whole thing. But really, does it matter from a marketing okay, perspective? Okay, so when you think of... Who who has uh, Red Bull's engines? Who runs them? Who who, who what does engine Red is? Bull run as engines? You're yeah. talking? Yeah. Right now, what is it? Honda? It is Honda. Yeah, it is. And before that, what was it? I think it was the Mercedes, right? It was Infinity. Oh, okay. See, I mean, it, the engine manufacturer isn't quite as no, you're right. You, it, notable, depending or, on how they brand it and market it. Right. We'll see how things go because it's always going to be the. This could be a big thing, and they realize that from a PR perspective, so they may actually plaster Ford all over. We'll, we'll to see. Be like, oh yeah, the Red Bull Ford because that'll get more notoriety. And Red Bull this year, I think, I don't know if this year or upcoming is going to actually be building all their own cars like in house. They're oh, not going to cool. be like. Sending anything out yeah. or anything like that, which I think is is pretty cool. So where are we at with GM? Yeah, General Motors. So the whole thing was it was Andretti's team was going to partner with Cadillac to enter Formula One, as you're talking about, as its own team. And the admittedly unenthusiastic statement that opted not to acknowledge these major parties by name and instead stressed out that there are various conversations in play. Basically, no team comment publicly about it. Hold on. I got it. What am I reading here? This the my adverse... Whole- there's an adverse reaction, which came privately. What? Someone allergic to Americans? I yeah, don't understand. Adverse reaction came privately. The FIA president has now made a public matter. Uh, there's far from unanimity. 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 Una, 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 wow. Unanimity. <laughs> They're not all agreeing agreement <laughs> on whether the Motorship Partnership will, uh, I guess, actually benefit F1. Is there a timeline? Did you see, which like, so when are we dumb. supposed to find out about this? Nothing. 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 It's really dumb. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about Ford. I think that's cool. Any Speak- any more American involvement that we can get well, is great. That's why these teams are looking into it, or that's why these these companies, General Motors and Ford, are looking into it because F1 is becoming bigger in America. Yep. Thanks, in part, large to Drive Netflix special. Drive yeah. Yes, but and, also I mean, Las Vegas the tracks. tracks. Yep. 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 Yeah. The Texas, Texas track. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I really wanted to go to the the Vegas race this next year. Dude, it's like a million dollars. I know! <laughs> it is so expensive Can to go to. Can we get like comped media passes? We could get media passes, but the but problem is- you still is, have to pay for it. You still have to be there. You still have to buy the flight, and you still have to stay in Vegas, and the rooms, the rates are insane. So we'd have to like what tent, if we, get a tent out in the desert. I was gonna say road trip and just sleep in the bends or something. <laughs> we, I mean, we certainly could. We could go like sleep out in the rocks. Maybe I'll have the trooper done by then. There you and go. I'll have a rooftop tent to sleep oh, in, and I you can like sleep it. on the tent out on the dirt. 
Actually, it'd probably be the reverse. I don't. <laughs> what? Jake, <laughs> you don't like rooftop tents. Why? Well, yeah, Other I, than the speed of being able to put it up and just sleep in it. Yeah. Why? Why what? Why have a rooftop tent? Why because not? you have perfectly level ground now. Usually they always have some sort of mattress pad in them. Much more comfortable. Why do you have perfectly You're level off ground? off the ground too. Because it's a... It's a platform. Assuming that you park the truck on a well, level surface. It doesn't surface. matter. Okay, not level, but it's flat. You know what I mean? You don't have a stick protruding into your back. Well, you don't have a stick protruding into your back in a tent either if you do it right. You're going to sit there and rake it perfectly level? No, and you just grab the, the stick and you throw it, and then you sleep on a mat. It's I know, but a, it's still I, not as comfortable I as understand. a perfectly it just flat seems platform. For a couple thousand dollars, I'll take my $150 And it's tent. always dry, right? If it rains, like you just pop it open. Guess what? It's perfectly dry in That's there. That's true. That's true. That's true. Maybe no, one of these big, days I'll, I'll try one out yes. and see what the fuss is so, all about. So uh, speaking of Ford, yes. moving on in I'm going to grab a drink. Go ahead. Ford has filed a patent application for a magnetic EV charger that lets drivers charge without having to get out of their vehicle. So in addition to basically the conventional port that you would put into the side, like where your gas fill-up is, you know, they have the little electrical port yep. for charging. Now you're going to have a second port, or at least this is the proposal that Ford has with their patent, that's basically like, think of a hitch receiver, right? And so you will okay. back the vehicle up to this proprietary charging port, and it'll just funk. This is like, uh, this is like it's airplanes. Docking. It's this docking. Is, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the, the airplanes. How is this like Refueling airplane? a plane where the little thing comes out. And oh, they, in mid-air fueling. In mid-air refueling. Yes. Except it's mid-vehicle. They should market it that way somehow. Well, yeah. No, you're basically just going to back into a spot. And it will have magnets It's going to have to articulate. It. it does articulate. Yeah. So to help align the vehicle with the charger, the application also calls for some degree of articulation to enable a connection as long as the driver is reasonably close. This was so the problem. This is, well, first of all, some Jake? people have problem even backing into a parking space, right? <laughs> it's so do it reasonably close. It's going to have to do it by itself. It's going to have to use guidelines or so, whatever. So fun fact, yes. So it sounds like another feature that Ford has, which is the versing to, uh, it's, what is it called? The Pro reversing. Trailer Backup Assist and Pro Trailer Hitch Assist, which is exactly what you're talking about. So the dingwad who can't even back up to his trailer yeah now the truck will do it for him which obviously the since they have this tech they're going to use it for this charging this port. is a big risk to say this but being a man is going extinct <laughs> well like the skills you should need you should right you should, skills, you should get a diploma of like when you're maybe i don't know when do you become a man like well, it depends how you're what are you defining this by I, just, I know what you're talking I'm, I'm about being, you're I'm, I'm you're, being funny right but so when but you, the skills that we yeah. associate like with how many oh, skills do you have to add up you're a man now that you can back up that what trailer what are some things it's, no problem uh, it's backing up a trailer changing a tire yep changing your oil yes you have to own a certain amount of tools yes you have to be able to work on a sink like all sure. the stuff and the P, yeah. the, the P trap basic and all that stuff basic home plumbing, improvement plumbing basic home improvement um, you have to be able to at least try to do something and then fail and then tr fail several more times, get super mad, go to the hardware store, spend a million dollars, come back to your house, uh -huh. still fail, and then call someone to come fix it. Oh, that's a man. That is also a man thing. <laughs> not asking for directions. I'm just thinking of all the, like, the society. Oh, yeah, like, not asking for directions is a big one. I don't know, but in reality, though. Do you know how I figure out directions? Whichever way I'm 100% confident I need to go, go the opposite go direction. Go the other way. Yeah, so just don't Works listen. every time. Yeah. I am always 100% confident in my directions, yep. and they are always wrong. I'm almost, okay, this is a little bragging. Uh, uh, you I'm, are much better with directions. I am almost I am. always right. I yes. can almost always feel which way to go. 
Maybe that's because I'm out driving in places where I get to think about that. Yeah, there's a also lot. something we conjured up in high school before the age of like GPS maps, which is good road theory. So if you're lost in the middle of nowhere, right? Yep. If you're probably on like a somewhat shitty road, the next road you come across, if it is a better condition road than the one you're on, take, take that. It. Yeah. So in you any always direction. just always try to get to the better road and you'll eventually lead to a freeway. Or if you're on a road, whichever one has the stoplight on it, don't go on that one. Why? Stay on the one you're on if there's no stoplight because the other one is a more minor road. Wait. It's genius. If you're on a road, if you're with on a, a road without without stoplights. No, but what if you're the road coming up to the road with a stoplight? Then you would take the other road because so it's your a theory major just makes no sense whatsoever. Sure. I don't Good think. road theory though. You, yes. If you're totally I like lost, I like that. Take Good road the theory. better maintained or bigger road. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. You'll get I, to where you need to go. I remember when we used to print Back out map in my quest. day. Oh yeah. yeah. And the turn by turn directions. Yep. There's there's that uh big huge atlas in the Mercedes that came with the car. Yeah, it's that's like cool. four hundred pages of Which is I'm sure super outdated. Oh, I'm I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> sure. I'm absolutely sure that is. This kind of this whole concept reminds me of back in the day on Nintendo. Yep. We had a game called Top Gun. You may recognize the name. I think it was Top Gun is what it was what named. What are you talking about? Let me finish. Top Gun was this game where you would fly a jet. Oh, okay. Yes. And you're flying the jet and you could do all kinds of stuff. So like, this is post-movie. Yeah, post-movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Movie was, what, 84? We already had an argument about this once. You were correct. I was wrong. Yeah. It's mid-80s. And you fly a round of Tomcat and shoot down planes. a super awesome game. Okay. Lots of dogfighting. Shitty graphics. At the time, I had a lot of fun. But then it would come down to the point. Uh-huh. Where you would have to refuel. Right. You'd have to refuel in this stupid game. You had to like change from being the pilot to all of a sudden you were flying the refueling aircraft. And if you didn't get it just right, the game was over and you would crash. And I never ever figured out how to get it right. <laughs> I would crash that fucking plane over and over so and over again. So this is going to be like Ford's docking yes. charger. Yeah, everybody's going to... How many people are going to back into that thing and destroy oh, it? Oh, you're right. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be so bad. I saw a picture. Someone sent me one of the other day. And then it's high voltage, so it's going to be yeah. arcing well, everywhere. I'm sure there'll be breakers and stuff. I don't think you'll have that. But one thing I did see is, you know where you plug in the, the cord, the cable that you... That the to electricity, an electric car. Yes, the cable where the electricity flows through. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, I the didn't cable. know if you're talking about just like an extension no, cord. No, they're the talking about an electric vehicle charging port. Yes. The cable that sure. comes out of the machine yes. that charges your yes, vehicle. Yes, the charger to the electric vehicle the cable. charging port. The cable. What, what about is it? it made of? I don't know. It's beefy. Yeah. I don't own an EV. I don't okay. think I've ever actually handled an electric charging Logically, they're, they're thick. They're about an inch thick. Yeah. They're super thick. Inch okay. and a half. I mean, even more. They're super beefy. Girthy. What are they made of? Rubber. And? Copper. <gasps> yeah. Why aren't we stealing these? People are. Really? I saw like a bunch of things where people are just walking <laughs> up with like, like <laughs> the thing that you do to trim branches off. They just go whoonk and yeah. they cut it off and they just take the whole thing. You're right. It's, that's a ton of copper. That's like an entire house worth of copper, basically. You have these little tiny copper wires in your house where they go in there and they right. rip the wires out. these are out. big strands. These are big, fat cables really and they're fine strands because they have to be pliable sure so it's this really just chunky <laughs> okay yeah so that's the thing so now. one if you want to be a dick go unplug someone's car while they're charging yes you could do that my our friend did this why it was like a kind of a slight road rage incident where the guy was being an asshole and he saw him like get off so he's like fine i'm gonna follow him and he plugs he like parks his car at a starbucks and goes inside 
He unplugs it and drives away. <laughs> <laughs> That's some petty shit. Oh my God, I love it though. Uh, uh, so you can do that and you can also just steal the whole cable, I guess. It's a lot of copper. I don't know what the copper prices are. Is I know that down, more but... or less, uh, we'll say lucrative than stealing catalytic converters? Oh, far less. Yeah. What? Far less. Catalytic converters are still more Way lucrative? More. Oh yeah, they have platinum in them. Palladium and platinum. Yeah, and yeah. a bunch of other stuff, especially the older ones. Uh-huh. For older cars have a lot more of those metals in them. They're not just coated with, you know, the material. They're actually oh. solid platinum. Huh. All right, and that platinum is a uh, precious metal. Traded yeah. just like gold and silver, open market, just like copper. It's got its own value that goes up and down markets. I think well. in Minnesota, or at least in the Twin Cities, we talked about this probably a year ago. It's now a like a crime to even have like a, a loose catalytic converter with you without like a receipt. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. All right. So Netflix is going to include GM vehicles. What? Netflix has unveiled a new star for some of its upcoming programming, electric vehicles from General Motors and other automakers. I don't even know why they- What? Has unveiled a new star for some of The streaming service announced an agreement on Thursday to feature vehicles, including the Chevrolet Bolt, the electric GMC Hummer pickup, and the Cadillac Lyric in TV's series and films where relevant. Wait, so the vehicles are going to be in a series? The, the, it's just they're going to use them. Of, of okay. the vehicles, they're just going to be driving why, why is this newsworthy? I just think it's stupid. The companies will <laughs> highlight the partnership in a commercial, commercial featuring Will Ferrell that will air during the Super Bowl. Netflix and GM called the agreement part of a commitment to a more sustainable future. Uh-huh. Great job. You are you guys are doing the right thing. Okay. So, I still I still like So I, this is just a press release that GM vehicles are gonna be in an ad in a Netflix ad. Yeah. Netflix productions will also include electric vehicles made by other manufacturers. Oh great. So that's wonderful. So I just this just makes me think Netflix that, said it will help creators better understand how EFEs can complement and enhance their stories. Yeah, great. I've heard some prescriptions that are supposed to do the exact same thing. <laughs> what bothers me about this so much. All of this EV stuff, the number one thing isn't the transition to EVs, is the fact that I'm going to have to drive them, that I like combustion engines. It is the fact that everybody, like this is, they're doing this wonderful thing. Right. They're doing a wonderful thing by committing to a more sustainable future as if that's, it's it's crazy that you have, I'm going to get political for a second, okay? So that's maybe fine. I have you, somewhere else to take this to. You, so you can hit it. that button, like that 30 second button a few times if you want to hear it, but you probably should. The people that support these movements generally, mm-hmm. a lot of people have come around and I've come around too, but this is like a, a liberal progressive Democrat thing, green energy. Okay. Sure. Undoubtedly it is. And also in the party platform generally is kind of an anti-capitalist corporations are greedy. Sure. We should, we, they should pay more taxes, all yeah. this other thing. Corporations are always in it for themselves. Okay. A ton of greed. Sure. You know, all this stuff. But this is fine. Um, but what is completely overlooked is the fact that every single one of these corporations mm-hmm. is salivating at the dish of government, just waiting to be fed. They're just waiting for it. I don't, just, I don't think if you're, if you're one of the people- if, Dude, no way. No way GM does what? any of this if they're not guaranteeing no, that I, everybody I has to yes. transition to the amount of money- that's oh, yeah. going to be made by auto manufacturers in the next 10 to 15 years is insane. When you take one of the most, the biggest purchases other than a house that people buy and go, guess what? Yes. The one you're having, 
it's they're not going to make everything illegal, but I guarantee you it's going to be way harder to drive a combustion engine vehicle as time goes on. Taxes, regulations, restrictions, blah, blah, blah. Or if you want to buy a new one, sorry, you have to buy this completely new thing. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Big- that is a huge amount of money. That market is insane. <laughs> and the fact that everybody's just like going along with it without saying anything about the greed that is involved with, a, with these auto manufacturers lobbying to make all this happen. Hello? Hello? What I was going to disagree with you on is if you are a hardcore anti-capitalist, think that we need to push green energy, everything else, I don't think you're looking at this GM thing saying, good for them. I think you're saying, well, there's another capitalist company trying to just They're not saying that, though. Off it. They're not saying that. No? They love it. They're like, oh, my God, green energy. Oh, my God, fuck the oil yeah. companies. Oh, my God. So uh, one thing I was going to bring up later, maybe its own news story next week, but I'll just talk about it. Someone brought my attention to a different podcast they had an author on, okay. and that's not what's relevant, but I just want to give kudos to that. There's other podcasts? There are, apparently. <sighs> I, I don't think they're any good. I wouldn't seek any out. Gotcha. Because now, guess what I'm doing? I'm taking any relevant information from other podcasts and just giving it here. So why would you seek out others? Regardless, I don't know if that's something to brag about, but I go know. ahead. So uh, there's an author that was on here, and he had a book. The whole point of the book was he went to the Congo, where, what is it, 95% of the world's supply of cobalt is mined. Now, cobalt is a necessary, uh, basically, element in battery production, right? So all these green vehicles, all of our computers, our phones, et cetera, it needs a lot of cobalt. 75% of it comes from cobalt mines in the Congo. And a lot of this is done by, so what he, this author did, he went and basically investigated this. Sorry, just prepping for something else. You can maybe have a little guess. That's fine. But my whole point of this is what people are overlooking is just how terrible the materials that we need, how bad this is. Because Often, all these mines are slave labor by peasants. Oh yeah, you're talking about the Joe, Rog- the Joe Rogan interview. Did he do this too? He was the first it one wasn't to interview Joe this Rogan, guy. But yeah, so like it's yeah, children, fourteen. I know that it's like huge human rights, environmental catastrophes going on. There's like, different types of batteries now that are coming out that don't use cobalt. Okay, that are coming, but every phone that you have in your hand, yep, is on the backs of slave labor. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's militia-controlled mining areas in, in the Congo. Like, it's just, I, I just wanted to bring up the fact that, yes, it's great yeah. that we're all going green with this, but you need to look at downstream, or I guess it'd be upstream, where these things are coming from. Like, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not better. Extremely ugly. Not better. Extremely ugly. But it doesn't matter because green something or another. I, I don't really know. All right, we got to kind of get moving here. We gotta, Why? Because we have an interview in 20 minutes. Okay, well, what do you got now? All right, so Cars and Bids has received $37 million in cash as an investment. And I just wanted to play this. This, 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 that's where I sold my M5. Oh, very cool. Business. Okay, yeah. I, I, wanna... I like how he has his little, like, Doug's hot take on yeah. every car that's listed there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is cool. I, I, I do like this. $37 million bids. in investment cash. Just goes to show how much money there is in in this stuff. That's uh, So, the last, uh, oh, uh, guys. Yeah. Please leave us a five-star review. 
That's right. We haven't called for this very often. We haven't called for it a very long time. If you're you listening. Know, joking about other podcasts that happen to exist out there. We are obviously the best, right? Correct. Slightly tongue in cheek. We understand there's a lot of really good podcasts out there, but we want people to find ours. And the only way that that happens, the algorithm. It's the only algorithm shit. that exists. Yes. That's it. Is five star review. Yes. For discoverability. That's right. it. So, so if you want to help us out, please head over and leave us a five star review. Uh, if you're going to leave us a one star review, don't. Okay. Only five-star reviews. Yeah. That's all that's allowed. We really, really I like that. It. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know what? If you don't want to leave a five-star review, but you do want to give us feedback, just email me rather than doing anything less than a five-star review. Yeah. Email Jake because my response will probably be poor. Correct. <laughs> yeah. You would not be doing us any favors. Have you heard of Fields Auto Works? I have not. Fields Auto Works is going to be releasing an attainable GT40 secretary car. What does that mean? Look at just look at the picture. Yeah, that does that not look like a GT40 mixed with one of the 917 secretary oh, cars? Oh, I get it now. Yeah, okay. it looks exactly like one. It's it's a GT40 long tail, basically. Yeah, ex- is what essentially it looks what it's like. Fields Auto Works has not one but two cars designed for the track and the co- that cost fractions of those exotics. Oh, of some okay. exotics. Sometimes I don't read, I don't write these things. I kind of write them, but not really. And sometimes the grammar does suffer. The company, based in Columbus, Ohio, was founded in 2017 by Rob. Fields. Okay. The company currently consists of 20 employees, uh-huh. a number of whom have worked on racing teams at IndyCar, IMSA, and other series. That's cool. In Ohio, which I think is awesome. That is really cool. The company has been developing its first model, the Cardinal. I'm looking at it right now. For a few years, uh, and it's, it's now in production. It's almost like a, uh, what does it look like? Here, I'll, I'll it's show It's very you. unique, actually. I'll tell you what it looks like. Well, here, look at it! It's ugly, isn't it? You look at it! Hello. You look at it! Hi. Look at it! Look at it! Look at it! Look at it! I want all of you to look at it! So you're saying it's ugly. It is ugly! <laughs> it is so fucking ugly. The, this one isn't great. The, it's uh, it's the, like if a Morgan Super 8 is the front and, and then, the rear is like they tried Shelby. to do a Shelby like bread Daytona. van. No, weird. Shelby Daytona. I know, or like the Ferrari bread van thing where it's just a flat back, yeah, you know? Yes. The clam back, I think they call it, clamshell back. Yeah, they have a Scioto, which is the one that I'm the talking Scioto about. The Scioto is the GT40 slash. Look, that thing looks rad. That thing's cool. Um, the other one, not have, so much. All I'm seeing so far, though, is a render. Of that one, correct. But the other one is in production. Yeah, there's plenty uh, of photos going around the it, track. It's 1,800 pounds, yep. which is 500 less than a Miata. Okay. 300 horsepower, real real drive, manual. Order you can you can order whatever engine you want in it. They start at 50 grand. Yeah, it's, and they come fully assembled. I just wanted to mention that because I think it's it's cool. I think they're super cool, and yeah. I'm glad that something like this is being made in Ohio. Check them out, Fields Plain Auto Works, City Ohio. Yeah, pretty pretty neat. All right, guys, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all we got time for. Uh, what else have we got going on? Next week is Randy Nonnenberg from Bring a Trailer. That's right. And then week after that, we've got news. Uh, news. we got all kinds of stuff. Plus your super secret project that you've got going on. Yep. And then another interview after that. Yeah, we've got all kinds of great stuff coming up, lined up. And then a uh, series. Uh, then we got a good series. I can't wait for that. Um, That'll be after Jake gets back from vacation. But we, because we're so dedicated, we're not going to miss a week. We're not going to miss a week. We're going to work extra hard and That's make right. it happen so you guys can hang out while Jake is on vacation. Yeah. We'll see you guys (laughs) next week. Take care.